What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Goldmine Podcast, Episode 1. I'm Joey Lee, and I'm here with my co-host, John Lockie. What's up, y'all? It's John Lockie. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, joining us today for our first episode, very special, uh, is Westfield legend, uh, linebacker for UNC Tar Heels, and our good friend, Eugene Asante. <laughs> well, what's good, G? How y'all doing, man? What's good, bro? How's your day? Man, I'm good, man. Just in the UNC dorms right now, just chilling, man. Yes, sir. Um, so let's get right into it, bro. Let's talk about uh, your Westfield career, man. Yeah. What you got to uh, say about that, man? Just just give me a rundown from freshman to senior year. Um, I think freshman to senior year, I came in uh, probably a 150-pound uh, kid that just was undersized uh, to a bit. And, like, I just uh, kind of didn't understand uh, high school football all the way. And it was just a learning curve for me. Um, also, I had to grow physically. Um, but I ended up playing varsity towards the end of the uh, the playoffs, and I got some valuable reps during that. Yeah, and I remember uh, – I was not to cut you off, but I remember, like, literally I was sitting at home. Your brother sent me the link to watch uh, the state championship game, and you was actually getting reps in at the end in, like, overtime and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was real hyped for you on that. That, that joke was crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, I came in a young kid that didn't really know much about the game. Um, my coaches really did well with uh, showing me how to, um, you know, just play at that level, how to, you know, handle everything from a pro mindset, from a business mindset. Uh, and then, you know, my sophomore, junior year, I uh, started developing as a running back. I played running back uh, all three years. And then um, my senior year, my coaches uh, told me that I should make a change to linebacker. Um, and of course, you know, we had the, the three state championships then. Mm. And then um, with that, I, I switched over to linebacker. And it was like, you know, day and night. Um, I guess my coaches really thought I was really uh, a difference maker at that position. And it just took off from there. My recruiting took off. Um, I was getting offers, getting called from uh, basically a bunch of schools all over the country. And, you know, I decided to go with UNC. Uh, but, you know, you know, I know that process was all God and the coaches having, you know, that, that, that feel and that, that belief that I can play linebacker and it, it got me here. So I'm thankful for that. Yes, sir. Uh, how, did you, how did you feel like when you first made that change? Because, like, coming, coming from running back and you had three years of success and uh, like, were you a little hesitant to make that change your senior year? Or did you just trust your coaches? And kind of uh, just know that it was a good a good move. Uh, a little towards the beginning, I was a little hesitant. Um, I didn't know necessarily what I was getting myself into. Um, because I was so adapted to being on the offensive side, I knew every. I could tell you everything about the Westfield offense. Um, uh, from an offensive standpoint, mm-hmm. so I had it, I had it all down to a T. And you know, it was just a learning curve for me coming on the defensive side. Um, there was I made mistakes in the beginning. Um, I messed up a bunch of plays, but, uh, I guess the coaches saw that there was the ability there and I just had to work with me and learning the scheme and developing as a player. And, uh, yeah, it was a little bit of hesitancy, but you know, 
I was able to overcome that, and now I, I am where I am. So I, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, obviously it uh, it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> what's uh What's your approach to failure or mistakes over the course of your Westfield career? Uh, one one uh one one way I handle my failures is uh understanding that failures is going to happen in life, and just just being able to uh persevere through that. Um, and one of my biggest failures during my high school career, uh, my senior year, uh, it was December 1st, 2018. Uh, we played a game against Freedom High School. Um, a lot of people in the Westfield community all throughout Northern Virginia know about um, us not being able to make it to the state championship in my senior year. Um, and that was one thing that really, um, you know, it changed the course of my life a little bit um, in terms of, I went from uh, a three-time state champion. I was on my high horse probably a little bit too much. <laughs> and uh, it was just a humbling moment for me. Um, and, and I know for my teammates, um, you know, my quarterback, our quarterback went down, I believe second quarter, broke his femur in that game. And it just, the, the tables turned. And we had to, me and a couple other teammates and my whole team had to rally around uh, running the ball and, not having a quarterback. So um, to this day, you know, that's one of my biggest failures. And I tell people that all the time. Um, and I don't let that moment uh, of December 1st uh, not go by in my head. Um, I live with that failure every day. And now that I'm on the cause level, people might think it's a, the, the pain and the, 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 the failure subsides, but mm. it never goes away. And that's something I have to live with. And, as I'm in the cause level, remember that, you know, uh, through wins, through losses, you know, to, to uh, stay humble and to continue to persevere. So that's one thing I took away from uh, my failures. That's very well said. Uh, I remember Kobe, Kobe Bryant has this quote, and it's like, um, the only time you fail is if you don't try again. Like, and I mm -hmm. think that's, that's basically like what you were saying is you just got to keep going. Yeah. Uh, and I know – Bro, I remember my senior year, like, that last game you played, bro, like, the locker room is dead, bro. Like, how, how was that, like, for y'all? Was the locker room just everyone crying and stuff? Oh, man. I, I still remember, like, I still remember everybody in that locker room, the emotions that were happening. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I remember that vividly, bro. And I remember coming back. It was like uh, – it was – it was hard. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say uh, it was easy at all. It was hard. Um, we were on the field, uh, and I just remember crumbling, like just breaking down, like on the field, just crying. Um, and this is this is for somebody that's high school career. Um, I probably had maybe uh, I would say five, maybe four losses in my whole high school career. Yeah, that must that must have been so new to you, bro. Like yeah. three times, like you've never not made it to the state championship game. So that must have been yeah. like a wild adjustment, kind of like a shock. Yeah, man. So I mean, teammates crying left and right. Uh, teammates crying left and right. Uh, pads, have, you got to pick up your pads, and that day you're turning in your stuff and trash bags. That's bag. rough. Like, That's rough. It's one of the hardest things I've I've ever endured. So.
for sure, for sure. Um, so now we're going to switch over kind of to like the UNC side of things. Um, like what was your mindset coming into to UNC freshman year? Like when you first when you first get down there, just talk me through your emotions, like everything you were feeling and what you, what your mindset was coming coming down there. Yeah, man. Um, my mindset when I came down to UNC, um, it was just to uh, be the best player I can be and, and to contribute to the team in uh, any fashion or any manner that the coaches need me to. Um, I wasn't one of those guys that came in and said, you know, uh, I need to um, – this is my job. I'm going to go take yeah. this job, you know. Um, you know, I'm going to work every day uh, for that spot. But in the end, I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm a, basically I'm a servant, you know, and that's mm -hmm. that comes back to uh, biblical text, you know, just uh, you know the Son of God uh, lived on this earth, but uh, in the Bible he was washing his disciples' feet. So mm -hmm. um, that's just one thing about being humble. And you know, I came in with the mindset that uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything I can to. Uh, provide for the team the coaches told me to go fetch some water for the dude in front of me I'm gonna go fetch some water for the dude in front of me the coaches Thanks. told me Thanks. to go play some special teams and run down as fast as I can and defeat a double team I'm gonna do that to my best of my ability right. so and, and um, that's a, that's a lot of people's downfall too like it's crazy how you had so much success in high school and you come in with that same mentality like the servant mentality because I know a lot of people like have such a hard time adjusting from high school to college, especially yeah. when they were like the man in high school and never got taken out the game. And then some yeah. people are like college and, and they're not getting playing time. Like they don't know what to do. So uh, I really applaud you for that, for having that uh, mentality, bro. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something certainly I, you know, I wasn't, I'm not gonna say I was born with that mentality. It's something that I developed, you know, through uh, people ahead of me, through my brothers, through my family and, um, and I, and one thing I'm going to say is I'm, you're never going to perfect the mentality. Um, you're ne you're never going to be an expert in terms of, you know, developing. And it's always Tom Brady doesn't know everything about the game of football. Um, and he, and he's has six Super Bowls. So it's always a cons like a steady, uh, growth and you just yeah. continue to, to, to gain, uh, knowledge in, in that aspect. So. For, um, sure, for sure that's one thing I continue to work on every day so yeah you think um people can have natural talents or do you think everybody should take the approach to football that they have a skill that they need to develop over time that question makes sense um rephrase it a bit uh in terms of you think you ask them what's better natural talent or do you believe that people have natural talents when it comes yeah, to football? I, oh, yeah, I, I certainly believe so. Um, a lot of people, there's things that God has gifted people that some other people just can never uh, be a, a capable of, of, of doing, you know? Bro, um, that's, that's like me, bro. I'm 5'11", half Asian, half white, bro. Like, I maxed out, like, my genetic material. <laughs> I, I maxed out. I lost the genetic lottery, bro. <laughs> I maxed out, bro. Yeah, I mean, and, and there's some people that just, you know, they're genetically, like, freaky, you know, athletic. So, like, in terms of, 
uh, what's one example I know for sure that's you, bro? Uh, uh, nah, I'm not gonna say me, but uh, Tyree Kill, Tyree Kill. Oh, yeah, miss. Um, yes. So, like, I mean, of course, you can t- continue to enhance your speed with training and uh, technique and form and get offs and all that stuff, but like, Tyree Kill, that's that's like a unique ability, and that's just something I guess you were you're born with, so. Facts, bro. Even the crazy thing is, though, but like, even when we were younger, bro, like a lot of people don't know we played on the same ankle biters football team. We was like eight or nine, and this man's, bro, this man's Eugene was crazy. We had, like, I, I knew he was going like like big places. Even when we were on that, like everybody knew it. We had two plays. We had two plays on offense, and it was Panther right and Panther left. And they were both running plays for Eugene. But, like, that was, that was our offense, bro. Oh, snap. <laughs> that year, Eugene won, like, offensive MVP. Like, like that, bro, I think everybody knew on that team that, that Gene was going to be crazy one day. And one thing I got to say is um, my success at that level, because I didn't even – I was just a kid out there trying to have fun. So, you know, one thing I can uh, attest that success to is, you know, Coach OB, Coach yeah, O'Brien. Um, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, man, that that That's man, the goat right there. That's yeah, the, the goat for real, man. And like that man, bro. Even though he would he would get after me sometimes and. You what are you doing? Yeah, I got one story, bro. <laughs> I got one story. I don't know if you remember this, bro. Like, coach was like, he was like really strict. And I remember one time Eugene, he like had this big running play. Like he broke out. Like it was probably like 60. I don't remember exactly, but Eugene was way ahead of dude. And, and dude was behind him. That's man, Eugene. We were like nine years old. Eugene uh, sticking out the football in front of him and looking back at the dude. And <laughs> he scored the touchdown but got a taunting penalty. And man, once he got to the sideline, Coach O was on. Like, he ripped him a new one. Yeah, I um, I uh, that game I actually didn't. I didn't play for the rest of the game after that. <laughs> you remember that, bro? I, re- I remember. I remember, bro. Um. The the taunt the infamous taunting uh, penalty. <laughs> the infamous. It was it was it was, was iconic like, right there, bro. Yeah, man. And coach and coach and coach continued to like instill that like that um. Humbleness, you know, kind of. I know you're good, but you're gonna be humble, you know. And back, back. him pulling me out of the game, um, you know, I was probably upset at the moment, and I was like. <laughs> And what is this dude doing? Why is he pulling me out of the game? But, like, I understand that, you know, if I continue to go down that path and just think I was better than people, um, it probably wouldn't – I probably wouldn't want to work as hard. And I just yeah. thought I had everything handed to me. So, man, yeah, yeah that, man, sure. that man, Coach OB. Shout you know, out Coach, for success. Shout out Coach, man. For real. John, you got something? Oh. Nothing I, right now. All right, I got one question, Gene. Um, so what was what was your biggest adjustment going from uh, high school to college? Um, yeah, uh, adjustment. Um, this one's hard too because I feel like there's so many different there's, factors there's two, and so many yeah, different elements that you have to many. adjust to, bro. Yeah, there's. I think there's two things that uh, uh was a big adjustment for me. Um, academically, the workload. 
um, and uh, the speed of the game um, in terms of on the football field. Um, and I'm going to touch up on the uh, football side first. Um, in terms of football, uh, you play in high school, the game is kind of a slower game to you. Uh, you get more the – feel, the feel of it's a little slower. You can adapt to things. You can see things flow in front, front of you a little a little uh, faster in high school. Thanks. And um, I know I, it, was a, it was easier to adapt in high school. Um, and then when you For get sure. here, uh, you're playing with kids that, you know, was the best player in Texas, was the yeah. best player in – Georgia was the fifth best player in California, uh-huh. you know, so um, the speed of the game is a lot different. Uh, that's one thing. I think uh, that's, that's like every level, like every level, like even from a kid, like every level you go to, the speed just keeps picking up and yeah, it's an adjustment, but like definitely like you, you yeah. do adjust to it. But I remember that like, same thing for me, bro, like coming into open gyms at uh, Virginia Wesleyan, bro, like. I was like, am I in, like, quicksand? Like, everyone was everyone was super fast, super athletic, and uh, I wasn't able to get my shot off, nothing like that. So, yeah, I definitely relate to that, that the speed yeah. of the game is a big difference. Yeah, and then, I mean, in terms of the academic side, man, it was such a big curve for me because, um, yeah, man, we would have these workouts in the morning <laughs> have, or practice in the morning, and um, then – you got to turn around and go to your 9 a.m. or 10 a.m., you know? Mm. So, like, I remember first week I was in class, man. I was in class, and I was I was sitting there, and I'm just, like, looking at the professor, like, kind of like a, like a confused, like, <laughs> I was just, like, confused. But, like, I was real tired. So, like, but then, like, my head tilts back, and I'm asleep. <laughs> Um, right, <laughs> and I'm slump. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be honest. And all the young athletes watching this, don't you know? Don't by any means fall asleep in class, man. But um, uh, but it be like I uh I fell asleep. And the professor comes up to me and says, she taps him on my shoulder, and I'm like, yeah. And she's like, sir, if you don't want to be here, just leave. And I was like. Wow. Yo, that was your wake up call, bro. Yeah, that was my wake up call, man. I'm glad it I'm glad it happened first week, bro. I'm glad it I'm glad it happened first week. How um how valuable is routine to you? Or like do you have a structured routine? Yeah, yeah. Talk about that. Uh, uh, talk about what your everyday routine is looking like. Like at UNC, like in season, all that. Um, yeah, um routine. Uh, I probably say, you know, I wake up every day, mm-hmm. uh, set my alarm. I set multiple alarms, you know, I actually, I two, yeah, man, I got, two, <laughs> I got two phones here, man. Like, uh, sometimes the phones die. So I make them, I make sure I'm, they're both charged up. I got two phones here. Just one purposely, literally just for an alarm. And, uh, Are you nice. so, uh, I wake up, uh, Get some get some food into me. Get some like bananas, oatmeal, something to start my day off. You know, mm-hmm. get the proper energy, like f- fuel in my body. And then, you know, I head over to my morning workout, morning run, con- either conditioning, uh, change of direction session, or speed session. But do they have a do they have like breakfast at your guys' facility for y'all? Yeah, we got uh, we got, we normally uh, we normally have breakfast at the facility. Yeah. Um, before we run, but mm-hmm. uh. Currently, 
uh, like the COVID thing is messing everything up. But we got yeah. breakfast after. We we have a we have basically our breakfast. We cater to our breakfast before the run, but okay. after the run, we get we get uh, catered breakfast. That's tough. That's tough. So, but yeah, but, keep going. Yeah, but um, after we complete the run, um, one thing with me, um, I'm trying to improve my mobility as much as possible. So, um, uh, after our morning conditioning, I will go over to the athletic training room. Um, they actually have a mobility guide for me, um, things I need to do um, to improve my flexibility, which mm-hmm. increases my, my speed, range of motion, all these types of stuff. So um, I do that um, probably 35 minutes, 45 minutes. Sometimes I even do it in my dorm. Uh, I try to do it uh, in the morning and right before I go to bed. Um, and then uh, hop into my, my class right after that. I'm in class. Um, summer session two, so I'm 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 knocking on my schoolwork, mm. and I got some I got a tutor session right after that, um, and then I'm mm. continuing to do to uh my homework and and uh, finish all my schoolwork up, and then uh I can get some free time a little bit. Uh, also got to get lunch, free time to lunch, and then uh, by then uh by I have probably about four hours in between the day. A little bit of free time, I'll probably pop in a show uh, or go on my audio book and read something. But uh, after that, 4.30, 4.30-ish, we have our our lift, our afternoon lift session mm-hmm. with our, our strength coaches. And I'll probably be done by that with that by 6. Mm-hmm. Uh, come home, shower up, uh, eat dinner, and then, you know, continue to do more schoolwork and then finish more of my mobility and go to sleep. So that is a crazy packed day. And that's not even like in like school year, right? Like this is just like right now. Yeah. That's, this is just currently right now. That's crazy, bro. Like, I, yeah. I know how y'all would be dead tired like day after day. What time, what time do you get up? Uh, in the morning I get up around 6.45. 6.45 and your nights are ending around 7, 6-ish? Yeah, 7. Yeah, that's brutal, man. That is a grind. That's that D one grind right there. In season, in season's a little different, but mm-hmm. right now it's a little more. We go a little yeah. bit. All right, you, I got. Uh, oh, you go ahead, John. Do you go on your phone when you're about to go to sleep? Uh, do I go on my phone before I go to sleep? Yeah, or do you like set it off and just like? No, no, no. I go on my phone. I'm on my phone, and I shouldn't be on my phone because uh, our co- our nutritionists and uh uh athletic trainers tell us about phone usage before you go to bed but that boy gene always on his phone i'll be i'll be glued i'll be glued hey, to it I'm, I'm right here with it <laughs> bro's never missed a facetime call bro ever he's never I'm, missed he's a never facetime missed call FaceTime. i'm right here with it man <laughs> um i kind of got some uh i got some quick questions for you uh, I'm gonna just kind of like rattle them all off. So, what is the hardest stadium to play at high school and college? Like, what's the hardest place to play at? Hardest place to play at? Uh huh. High school and college? Yeah. Uh, South County High School and Virginia Tech. Really, Virginia Tech was live. Yeah. Virginia I can Tech. see South County. South County always got a bunch of support, like with all yeah. their sports. But yeah, Virginia Tech, that's crazy. Yeah, VT, for sure. You know they have the uh the intro they do, Enter Sandman. So 
Yeah, that's just lit. Rags are getting us ready for that uh, throughout the season. About yeah, how real quick, though, real quick. Why Why did you uh, choose – why did you choose UNC? Because, bro, like, even when we were younger, like, we always talked about you going, like, Virginia Tech. Like, like I think everyone wanted you to go to Virginia Tech, bro. Like, everybody. Yeah, man. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, um, Yeah, man. Um. A couple of reasons why I chose uh, Virginia Tech, I mean, UNC over Virginia Tech, is um, number one, uh, a coach, my coach here, um, Mac Brown. Mm. Uh, you know, and if, if y'all. Legendary. 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 That's the word that describes it, man, bro. So if you got to be able to have a conversation with this man in order to understand who he is. Mm. what he stands for and the type of you know the type of spirit he has so he's a winner dude yeah so not even just that man he's just little <clears throat> things during the recruiting process i was picking i was over analyzing things i was uh-huh. um you know trying to critique these coaches like mm. they're critiquing me on the field so yeah you know coach brown came to my house right and he sits in my living room and Joey, you know my family, John. You know my family, bro. We got yeah, we, yeah. we live in a little three bedroom apartment, bro. We, we pack yeah. like sardines in there, bro. We got a bunch of people, <laughs> you know. That's the gang, though. That's the gang. The gang, yeah. But um, yeah, man, had to be 10, 11 people in that living room, you mm-hmm. know. And he brought the assistant coaches as well. But um, grandma, mom, aunt, brothers, and brothers is. One, two, three, three brothers, um, sister, dad, mm. cousin. Everyone was there. Yeah, and uncle, right? So mm-hmm. I remember sitting there, and they're all introducing themselves. Yeah, my uncle's name is Kwame. My brother's name is George. My brother, other brother's name is Nick. Other yeah, brother's George. name is George. Yes, sir. Larry. Larry wasn't there, but um, Nana was there, um, and Ashley was there. My mom was there, mm. and I'm just sitting, I'm looking at him, I'm just trying to, you know, just analyze him. He's like, they have questions, they're asking questions, and mm-hmm. he's addressing them all with their first name within the first five minutes. That's crazy, bro. That's them. actually I'm, crazy. So That's actually crazy, bro. And that, that is one thing that stood out to me, you know. It's those, it's those little things that, like, make them stand out, too, like. Yeah. Having like a good relationship with your coach is huge, and uh, that does speak to somebody's character for sure. Like, just yeah. Like that. You know, so I mean, I've heard stories about Coach Brown, but then I was I, I've seen it firsthand with during yeah. that, you know, and then that is crazy. Um, but in terms of that, um, why I didn't choose Virginia Tech, it was just like, you know, you know, the culture at Virginia Tech, uh, it's a historic culture as well. Mm. Um, and you know they got a lot of good things going for them over there, um, sure. but one thing the one thing that uh, you know was in the balance a little bit was uh, uh, if that their defensive coordinator Coach Foster was going to be there, mm-hmm. you know, and and Coach Foster was somebody that you know recruited my brother out of high school. Uh, uh-huh. You know he's a historic defensive coordinator, uh, mm-hmm. and all props to Coach Foster, man. He was. Uh, you know, he had a great career at Virginia Tech. And that was one thing that was, um, you know, you never want to go into a situation where you're recruited by somebody 
and yeah. uh, they're they're they're, they're no longer there. So yeah, um, no, I definitely feel that, bro. Yeah, but Coach Foster's retired now, so you know, I hope he's enjoying his retirement. But um, other quick questions for you, bro. Um, so what are you listening to right now, man? What am I listening to? Yeah, music, music-wise, like, like, what's in your library? What's on, what's on yeah. shuffle, bro? And you know, you know what I got in my library, man. <laughs> I got, I got that new, um, I got the new, uh, T Grizzly. Uh, yeah, I've been listening to that joint <laughs> too. I got T Grizzly in the, the end of playlist. You know, I go with my, I, album of the year, bro. I'm gonna let you know for a fact. My boy Polo G. Bro. Yes, sir. Let's go, go, man. <laughs> Let's go. I don't care what nobody says. I know. Yeah, Lil let's go. Man, I know little baby, little baby sleeping on him, man. People be sleeping on Polo G. Little, little baby's going to go right now in front of our eyes, but in terms of okay. the bigger picture, but Polo G, I I truly think he have album of the year. No the cap, game. bro. No misses on that joint. Yeah, so that uh, I listen to, but I listen to Young Boy. Um, <laughs> So bro, me and John always, bro. Me and John, we always We're joke about that. Boy. Bro, whenever man, Eugene posts a Snapchat video, bro, <laughs> me and John always send it to each other, and it's always Young Boy playing in the background. Like we don't even have to click on the video <laughs> to know Young Boy is playing in the background, bro. He's serious, bro. What's your what's your your pregame playlist like top? And I'm gonna be on it. Oh, top three songs. Yeah, for pregame play. Okay. Uh, I probably say. Uh, T Grizzly, no effort. Um, NBA Young Boy dropout. Um, and. What's another one that I go? That's a go-to. Uh, during this season, I'll probably say "No Love." Another one, NBA. So, so you like you like getting like hype and stuff like that, like pre yeah, 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 man. I yeah. mean, some people like some people like slow music pregame, but, but you gotta get hype. I mean, yeah, I mean, like right before the game, <laughs> right before the game, I go out. I'm 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 a, I'm gonna be listening to like you know music to get me hyped up, but like prior to. Maybe the night before, like I'm listen, I'm not listening to like crazy music. Get me like, just relaxing. Bro. Yeah, I'm just cooling. Yeah, you know, I feel that, bro. I'm not listening to the weekend though, but like, <laughs> hey, chill, bro. Don't go on the weekend like hey, that. I'm not. Hey, I'm, I'm not no shots at the weekend, but like, <laughs> I'm not listening hey, to like shout that. Shout out all my simps out there, though. Yeah, it's all the shout out all the simps, bro. <laughs> keep simping, keep simping. <laughs> Um, if you didn't play football, what sport would you be playing? What well, if I didn't play football? Yeah, what sport? Yeah. I'd probably be an all-state golfer, bro. Golfer? All right. As long <laughs> nah, as you ain't nah, say nah, basketball. Nah. All right. As long as you ain't yeah, say basketball. As long as it wasn't basketball. I know that's not you, bro. Nah, I'm, yeah. I'm joking. If I didn't, if I didn't play football, I would, to be honest, if I didn't play football, I think I would play. Yeah. Another physical sport, man. I'm a physical human being, so I'll probably say, <laughs> I'll probably say rugby. Rugby, bro. Okay. This man's, bro. We played. Me and John run the same uh, basketball team with Eugene and Aker. It's like our school basketball team. Oh. And this man's, bro. He <laughs> might be like the worst 
athlete to play like basketball, bro. Like this man is way too <laughs> stiff. He's way Don't too strong. Don't listen to them guys. They sleeping on. Don't listen to. They're sleeping on. Too uncoordinated. That's what I see him on the he, football field. I'm like, bro, how does that not yeah, translate over nah. at all? He played like a football player. I have yeah, a exactly. step jumper court. It's the muscles. I have a step jumper. <laughs> yeah. True football. It's, it's, it's all it's all muscle. The muscle the muscles that's with my jumper, bro. It's all the his arm his arm stuck out like this on his jump shot. Okay. You know, it got it got it, it got to a point, it got to a point where I adopted like the Russell Westbrook mentality where I'm just driving to the basket and posing my will. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll give credit That Eugene, was a part of his game. Eugene's too. Euro Eugene's Euro step. Yeah, yeah, no, that's elite, bro. That's elite. Yeah, it's, it's the strongest Euro stuff I've ever seen. <laughs> just kidding, uh, hey, don't be biased here either, because I, I know your family. And you guys have a bunch of athletes in your family. Who is the best athlete in your family? <laughs> oh, snap. That's a good question, man. Um, if it's you, then it's you. But, like, you guys got a lot of athletes in your family, bro. Uh, I'm going to have to go. I mean – my older brother played. My oldest brother played football in high school, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and I heard stories about him. He was a really good athlete, really strong. His strong, like he was really strong. His strength was his biggest asset. Uh, then my other brother Larry played uh, in the pros. Um, I'm probably this is a good question. I'd probably say, um, pure athleticism. I had to go with my brother Larry. Larry, um, yeah, but okay. in terms of like strength. Um, my brother George. Uh, yeah, George. 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 That's George Big Diesel strength. right there. Very, he's very, he's very freaky with the strength. Like he probably couldn't, he could probably not lift for maybe a couple months and go into the gym and put two twenty-five, <laughs> maybe twenty-two times. George is a big dude, man. Big yeah, dude. man. But yeah, I mean, all those. There, I, I used to hear stories about my other brother Larry when he was growing up. Like you know, they wasn't born here. Mm. In America, but uh, he was like used to be nine years old back in the village in in Ghana, this little village, and they would come home for school, and there would be these eleven and twelve year olds, bro, and they would like race, and uh, well, Larry smoking them, <laughs> and, and Larry's beating these eleven and twelve year olds in races. So yeah, man, I'm just gonna have to by default. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last I, I question. Last question before we get out of here. What is your favorite hobby? Hobbies. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't. I mean, I'm a. I'm a. I'll probably say I'm a little maintenance guy, bro. I like to. Ch- I like to chill in the crib. Mm-hmm. I don't like to go out too much, bro. I like to chill in the crib, play the game. Um, I like to, you know, watch Netflix. Got a couple shows I'm watching on there. Um, shout out the cast of All American. Y'all doing yeah, some that's, great. Uh, that's the, hey, I don't know about the acting. The acting a little sus. Uh, nah, the story like crazy. Story Daniel, Daniel Ezra. Crazy. Daniel Ezra, your route running's a little, a little <laughs> iffy, bro. <laughs> uh, there's no, bro. Every episode, there's a game-winning touchdown, but like that shouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so tell, Daniel, tell, tell Daniel Ezra, Spencer James, the main character. You know, come over to UNC. We'll teach, teach him a couple. <laughs> Let routes. him know, bro. Let him know. <laughs> It'll teach him a couple rounds, man. <laughs> All right, well, that's just about the time, man. Eugene, we really appreciate you uh, hopping on the podcast, man. Glad to have you as a, a special guest. And, uh, yeah, just thanks for coming, dude. And we look forward to having you on the on the podcast again in the future. Yeah, man, I appreciate you guys letting me on. Joey and John, man, I just appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to speak to y'all, man. So 
you know, certainly got to do it again. Man. Yes, sir, bro. All right. We out, man.